I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, we hear the story of the 13th century Clare, Abbess of Assisi. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 105, beginning at verse 23 on page 407 of the prayer book. Israel came into Egypt, and Jacob was a stranger in the land of Ham. And he increased his people exceedingly, and made them stronger than their enemies, whose heart he turned so that they hated his people, and dealt deceitfully with his servants. Then he sent Moses his servant, and Aaron whom he had chosen, and they worked his signs among them, and wonders in the land of Ham. He sent darkness, and it was dark, but they were not obedient to his word. He turned their waters into blood and caused their fish to die. Their land brought forth frogs even into the king's chambers. He spoke the word, and there came all manners of flies and gnats in all their borders. He gave them hailstones for rain and flames of fire in their land. He smote their vines also and their fig trees and destroyed the trees that were in their borders. He spoke the word and the grasshoppers came and locusts innumerable, which ate up all the grass in their land and devoured the fruit of the ground. He smote all the firstborn in the land, even the first fruits of all their strength. 
He brought forth Israel with silver and gold. In all their tribes there was not one who stumbled. Egypt was glad at their departing, for they were afraid of them. He spread out a cloak to be a covering, and a fire to give light in the night season. At their desire he brought quail, and he filled them with the bread of heaven. He opened the rock, and the waters flowed out so that the rivers ran in the dry places. For he remembered his holy promise, and Abraham his servant. And he brought forth his people with joy, and his chosen ones with gladness, and gave them the lands of the nations. And they took the labors of the peoples in possession, that they might keep his statutes and observe his laws. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Tonight I want to tell you a story about Claire of Assisi. Claire was born into wealth and luxury, the daughter of an Italian count, living in a large castle in Assisi, in the hill country of central Italy. When she was 18, a roaming preacher named Francis visited her town, and she was captivated by his preaching and by the religious order that he had founded. This, of course, was St. Francis of Assisi, who had come to preach. So the night of Palm Sunday, 1212 A.D., Claire and her cousin Pacifica secretly left her family's palatial home, never to return again. That night they met with St. Francis and some of his friars by candlelight at a small chapel, and Claire laid aside her expensive clothes and put on a rough tunic and veil provided by Francis, and right there and then, Claire took a vow of poverty, dedicating herself to a life of prayer and care for the poor. Now, understandably, Claire's father was very angry. As he had planned, like many fathers of that day, to marry her off strategically for wealth and for position and status, he did all that he could to bring Claire home back to his castle in Assisi, even threatening physical force. But Claire was determined and refused to abandon the call on her life and the vows she had made. Claire under the tutelage of Francis and others, established a religious order of women that were called the Poor Ladies because of their vows of poverty, dedicated to a life of prayer and caring for the poor. 1219, the order received papal authority, but several years later, in 1228, Pope Gregory IX visited Claire and tried to persuade her to change her insistence on the vow of poverty, the vow of poverty that characterized the poor ladies. Although there were monastic orders like that of St. Francis who took similar vows of poverty, Gregory thought that such a condition would be too difficult for women, and he strongly encouraged Claire to accept some kind of financial provision and property to provide for the needs of her monastic community. Sensing that perhaps Claire was worried that accepting such provision would be a violation of the oath she had taken, Pope Gregory offered to grant Claire absolution from her vows. But much as she had done with her father, Claire stood her ground with this man as well and refused to deviate from the vows she had taken. 
In response to the Pope, Claire said, Holy Father, I crave absolution of my sins, but I desire not to be absolved from the obligation of following Jesus. Claire was known as a prayer warrior, and on two separate occasions, Claire's prayers are said to have saved the town of Assisi from military attack. First, in 1234, as a German army approached Assisi, Claire, at prayer, held up the communion host and prayed, and, as the story goes, the attackers responded by falling back as though they had seen a blinding light and fled the city. A second time, an even larger force attacked Assisi, and as Claire gathered the women of her order together to pray, a great storm arose so fierce that it terrified the approaching army and caused them to flee. This woman was a prayer warrior, and her city knew it. On the 800th anniversary of Claire's birth, Pope John Paul II said these words, in reality, Claire's whole life was a Eucharist, because, like Francis, from her cloister she raised up continual thanksgiving to God in her prayer, praise, supplication, intercession, weeping, offering, and sacrifice. She accepted everything and offered it to the Father. It makes me think of Hebrews chapter 11, when I consider these cloistered monastic individuals who took these extreme vows of poverty to serve the poor and to live such a different kind of way in this world, it makes me think of that hall of heroes in Hebrews chapter 11, because they were not content to find a home in this world. But as Hebrews chapter 11 verse 10 says, like Abraham and so many others, Claire was looking forward to the city whose designer and builder is God. This is the story of Claire of Assisi, the story of an ordinary saint, God empowered to impact her generation with the gospel. May her story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. I want to conclude this evening with prayer number 15 on page 650 of the prayer book. A prayer from monastic orders and vocations. O Lord Jesus Christ, you became poor for our sake, that we might be made rich through your poverty. Guide and sanctify, we pray, those whom you call to follow you in poverty, chastity, and obedience, that by their prayer and service they may enrich your church, and by their life and worship we may glorify your name. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison. And I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.